Welcome to the Kristen Smith Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen, a corporate marketing professional turned solo content creator and social media strategist. I used to sit in my cubicle at work listening to business podcasts and was eager to start my own and break away from the nine to five. Now that I have made it happen, I want to teach you everything I have learned in my business journey. I will be taking you behind the scenes and we'll be talking about everything it means to run a business, including strategies you can use to grow your business, stories to inspire you, lessons I have learned along the way, along with other entrepreneurs I interview. And this will be a place for you to feel like you aren't walking along your business journey alone. I'm so happy you decided to spend some time with me today. All right, I am so excited for today's episode. We are going to be talking about how to use automation to streamline the client onboarding process. This is going to be how you will wow your clients and um, really just give them a lot more than what they first expected when you started working with them. I have Brittany Dixon on with me, and she is the host and creator of the Process for Profit show. She helps high-achieving entrepreneurs and freelancers by unboxing the complexity of business systems and bottlenecks with the implementation of day-to-day operations, processes, and systems. So hi, Brittany. Welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's so good to have you here. I'm really excited to talk about this. I think that this will be super beneficial to my audience, and um, I think I really know that you're going to be giving us a lot of good stuff today. But before we dive into the topic, I would love to hear more about how you started your business. Can you tell us how you got started? Absolutely. So the short version is I was an event planner and organizer turned home organizer turned business organizer. (laughs) Um, So really, I was that weird 16-year-old with like color-coded labels and binders. And I've always been type A, super organized planner. So essentially, when I got into kind of the workforce, I jumped into hospitality. I was working in food service for a while, but then I kind of moved into the wedding and event planning space and doing the catering side of things. So loved all the back-end logistics and planning and all of that kind of stuff. Figured out pretty quickly I hated the wedding side. (laughs) Um, There's just too many people to manage and bridezillas is a real thing. So I actually worked for a corporate restaurant for about four years doing event planning for them. It was more of the corporate event planning and catering side of things. And then I actually became an accidental entrepreneur. I had started a business as a side hustle to organize houses. I'm actually a twin mom. And I had a whole community of twin moms that were like, oh my gosh, I can't keep my life organized. And I was like, oh, I'm really good at that. I think I could turn that into a business. So it was a side hustle. And then I actually got let go from my job. Uh, They didn't like the -the out-of-the-box thinking and just new ideas that I brought to the table. So I kind of got forced into that plan B turning into a plan A. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I really... I organized houses for about a year, had no idea what I was doing running a business. So I searched for a business coach and then found this wonderful online space. And I apparently had been living under a rock and didn't know about. (laughs) So I started off just productivity coaching. I was like, I want to teach other people how to be organized and productive and getting stuff done. So, um, And then that kind of just really blossomed into this. And I saw so many business owners that got stuck in the back end that they were holding themselves back from growth and helping people because they were just disorganized. So 
Brittany and Co was born and then came a podcast and all kinds of things. So, oh my gosh, I love that. I love that so much. <laughs> I love hearing about how, you know, something kind of challenging happened and then you just, it actually probably ended up, well, it sounds like it ended up benefiting you majorly <laughs> when you lost that job. <laughs> like, I'm sure in the time it was like, Oh my gosh, this is not good. Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe no. In the time I was like, oh God, what am I going to do? This is insanity. (laughs) Um, okay, awesome. Cause I I really did have like that Monday through Friday, nine to five event planning job that's like unheard of. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So then I was like, um, what do I do now? And obviously, like entrepreneurship's terrifying, but I probably would have stayed at that job because it was a pretty like easy. I mean, it was stressful because it's event planning, but it was a pretty easy, good paying job. So they definitely gave me the push to do this. And it's it's been a blessing in disguise for sure. Ah, so awesome. So how did you stumble onto this online world? I I just yeah. <laughs> talked to somebody recently who said the same thing. She was like, this is like something that blew my mind and I had no idea about before I discovered it. Yeah. So it was really interesting. Um, so it was in 20, let's see, 17, I believe maybe, uh, I'm trying to do the timeline here. I think it was 2017. So, um, I was doing the house organizing on the side and I was really good at organizing once I had the clients, but I really just had issues finding people. I'm like, how do you just find more people? Um, so I, and I honestly, from a business standpoint, I had no idea what I was doing either entrepreneurship doesn't run in my family. So I was kind of the first, so I was just winging it. Um, but anyways, I found, I went online and literally Googled business coaches and I didn't know it at the time, but I got retargeted on Facebook like crazy. (laughs) Um, so then I started seeing this and I'm like, Oh my gosh, what, what do you mean? Like these are business coaches and like social media people and what the heck is an opt in? Like, Um, so I kind of just stumbled across it, just trying to find a business coach and then, you know, went down the rabbit hole. (laughs) Gosh. So, so cool. (laughs) I, it was the same for me when I started my business. Um, I first found a podcast about the online business space and I just went down the rabbit hole as well. And (laughs) once you get into it, you're like, wow, this is a big space. This is incredible. And it is. And it's, I mean, it's amazing what you can do. And prior to the pandemic, right? Like I would tell my friends, I'm like, I have an online business. They're like, okay, I have no idea what that means. (laughs) (laughs) And then after I was like, I have an online business. They're like, oh yeah, I want one of those because it needs to be pandemic proof. I'm like, ah, yeah. Yep. I've been building that for a while. (laughs) Yes. Yes, absolutely. I know a lot more people have been jumping into this space with the pandemic and it has been great. It's been great for, for a lot of people in many different ways for that reason. It's, it's amazing just Mm. what you can do. And I I just loved it because of the impact and I can reach so many more people than just here in Columbus, Ohio. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Is there a certain niche that you help now or that you, um, started gravitating to? Yeah. Um, so with systems and processes, um, you really can help anyone. I work mostly with service providers. I don't do much with product-based businesses just because there's a whole other set of systems that come with that with inventory and all that. Um, and that just wasn't, I didn't really gravitate towards that. And I actually work with a lot of copywriters and marketing people. Um, And interestingly enough, I'm finding that a lot of them are introverts just like me. So (laughs) it's like the introverted content creators that really want to make an impact without having to be all the places all the time. And they really just want some systems to support with that. 
Awesome. Awesome. We have a lot of those listeners in my audience, so (laughs) I'm sure they're excited to hear some good advice from you. Um, so do you, I want to know, do you have any stories to share of what it was like for either yourself or people, um, who you have helped who had no system and then actually ended up having a system? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this has worked for myself and I see it in so, so many business owners and some, so many of my clients and students. I really see the client process as like an eight phase type of thing. So you've got people that are interested, that are kind of inquiring about things. You have to do some sort of follow-up to check in with them. You have to get on some kind of call to talk with them and see if it's a good fit. Then there comes all the legal mumbo jumbo with contracts, proposals, all of that jazz. And then it really is like the welcome time and then back-end prep to get ready for the project. And then you're doing the project and then offboarding. So what I really see in... It was myself and how I did things and how people do them is that if you don't have systems in place, that inquiry and follow-up piece could be a huge, huge hindrance to your growth because... We have so many places where people get in touch with us, right? We have Facebook messages and Facebook posts and Instagram and LinkedIn and email and calls and like all the things. Um, So what I see a lot of my clients doing is that they don't have a place to kind of collect those people all in one spot to be able to make sure they're doing follow-ups. And this happened to myself. I actually (laughs) forgot to DM some people that were interested in getting on a call because they got lost in the shuffle. And then like I'm scrolling through Instagram and I'm like, oh my gosh, I was supposed to call that person and schedule something and I didn't. And then it's like that awkward, like, do I reach out and tell them I forgot about them or do I just let it go? (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) So, and I see that with so many people just because there's so many different ways that we can communicate. So I think really like having that process laid out and having a place to collect everybody and having a way to create follow-up tasks so that they don't get forgot in the DMs and you basically leave money on the table. I think that's the biggest piece of it that if you don't get that part right, you're not going to have clients to onboard because you're not going to have clients signing on with you. So really CRM, which stands for customer relationship management, is the biggest component, I think, to the client onboarding process, even though it's not technically part of that. Um, So I see a lot of people not keeping track of that and really just not following up. The fortune is in the follow-up. I mean, honestly, we have so many touch points with people nowadays. I think most of my clients, it's at least eight touches before they sign on and do things. It's just because everybody's so busy. So really having a system for that. And if you don't, you are leaving money on the table for sure, because I have done it numerous times. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so have my clients. That is super, super important. I can attest to that. When I first started my business, I had some people coming into my Instagram DMs and asking about services. And then you know, like this, I'm thinking of this one story in particular where this potential client wanted to get on a discovery call. She didn't end up booking some, you know, some days passed, hadn't heard from her. And, um, I think a lot of people actually, I've seen it in, you know, people talking about it in business, Facebook groups and such, but some people are afraid to do that follow-up. Yes. And, um, I ended up following up with her and she booked a call right away. She's like, Oh gosh, yes, I do. I need to, I need to book a call with you. And so she ended up booking and I booked her as a client and I was like, wow, if I didn't follow up with her that, like you said, that would have been money on the table. And so 
once you really get into your business further, you are going to have a lot more of that and you could have even more money on the table. So I love yeah, that you I have actually, a system for I that. had a client reach out. She was like, I watched your free masterclass and then I went and followed up with people and I literally booked $500 worth of business because I followed up. And I'm like, I know, but we're also afraid to follow up because we feel like we're being salesy, especially as women. We feel like we're being salesy or pushy or that we're bugging them. And the truth is like, we're all busy. Everybody's busy. We have lives and kids and personal stuff and business, and we're all doing 7,000 things in business. And we think about it and we're doing it. And then we get distracted and we forget about it. So we need that follow-up. Like I've actually followed up with numerous clients before that I'm like, oh gosh, they're going to be like, please stop bugging me. This is crazy. And they're like, oh my gosh, it's the perfect time. I actually needed you. Like I was getting ready to reach out. So the fortune is in the follow-up a hundred percent. Yeah. I am totally with you on that. And actually being on um, the other side of it, I was just going through the hiring process. I just recently hired a VA and I, after interviewing several people, um, the ones who ended up following up with me, I had so much respect for that. It was like, wow, they really want to work with me, you know? And even if it's like, you haven't gotten on that call yet. Yeah. Um, I mean, just the fact that this person is like remembering you and wants to really wants to help you and, and follow up. I just think that a lot of people actually really respect that. Oh, a hundred percent. I think actually all the people I've, I have hired, I've hired from like a pool of people and like had applications come in and anybody that like stood out or followed up or like paid super close attention to detail, hands down every time one, because it really is, it's you, it's showing that you care. And I think we think it's salesy because we're continually checking in, but I try to tell people like, it's not, it's a yes until they've said no, because they reached out to you. They were interested. Um, and then like things happen. So you have to follow up. So true. So true. All right. Well, let's talk about now you have booked the client, you're working with the client. So what are some ways that we can provide a really good client experience and one that wows them? Because we really want to keep people with us long-term, right? Absolutely. Um, I mean, honestly, clients are the lifeblood of your business, right? Like happy clients that are continually talking about you are lifeblood of your business. And when you have those happy raving fans, they do your marketing for you. So for you to spend time on this client experience and making it really amazing is going to save you so much time in the long run getting clients because your people are just going to talk about you constantly. So we really want to have those special touches. We really want to make sure that it's super easy and streamlined for them. So from the time they say yes, uh, the first stage they really have to go through is that like legal, all the legal stuff nobody wants to talk about, right? So (laughs) the proposal, the contract, the invoice, the payment, all of that kind of stuff. Um, So really streamlining that one for you on the back end to make that faster and then also to make it super easy for them so that they're not getting 17 different emails because again we all get all the emails and all the things so we want to make it as easy as possible to impress them um so for that i actually really love this tool called pandadoc it's your proposals contracts and invoice payment all in one fail swoop um and from the back end you can create templates which is really easy so um essentially create a template for each of your different services and then just copying the template every time. I hear a lot of clients, my clients talking about 
well, it takes me like four hours to create a proposal. And I'm like, holy moly, it should take 10 minutes. <laughs> like you need a template for that. That can be copy and pasted. They're like, yeah, but it's different. And I'm like, it's really not like no one's business is really different. We all do the same when you do a package for somebody, you're really doing the same types of things. There may be a tiny bit of tweaking, but for the most part, your packages are the same for every client. So really templatizing that piece of it. So that I think that's kind of that first part is the the not fun stuff, the legal, legal fun stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, speaking of having templates and a good system for putting a proposal together and all that stuff, yeah. you really want to be thinking about getting these potential clients the proposal and what they need from you quickly so that you show that you are, you know, efficient, quick, and not like dragging your feet, or maybe, you know, they could even start thinking if it takes a while, like, do they really want to work with me? Do they have a lot? I mean, honestly, I've seen, I've heard from clients before that they're like, well, it took me so long. And like, I still haven't gotten this proposal out to the person. And I talked to them last week, like, we want that fast. If I talk to somebody and I'm ready to move forward, like I'm ready to sign it now. And the quicker you get it to them, the higher chance you have of actually converting it and then signing it and doing the things. And the tool I was just talking about with PandaDoc, it honestly, it shows you when they're opening it and looking at it so that you can engage with them and ask if they have questions. Um, so definitely getting that out fast and having templates allows you to do that quickly. So um, I, I really do mine right after my call. If we have a sales call, I'm like, okay, boom, boom. It's sent out within the half hour. They have it. And it, I've had higher conversion rates for sure. I love it. I love it. And speaking of templates, I want to talk about your client care kit. Can we talk about that a little bit? Yes. Yes. So the part that I just talked about as far as the proposals and things like that, it actually comes with templates for that. Um, Obviously, from my experience with hundreds of service providers, I've been able to really nail down what works and what converts. It also comes with the client onboarding email template and offboarding email template it will come with a project template. It's built in Asana, but it can actually be used within any of the project tools um, because that's really kind of that next part of keeping track of the client experience is having an all-in-one place to really keep track of tasks and communication. Um, And then there's some trainings on the sales piece of it for the follow-up and making sure that you're following up before they become a client. And there's actually some note-taking training in there too, because I do everything in my iPad, um, but really streamlining that process too. So yeah, it comes with all the templates. It's plug and play. You can just kind of customize for your business and put into your tools, um, but it just makes it faster to create that, that whole client experience. I love that. That has to save so much time. I mean, you like onboarding can really take a lot of time and we have to, we, we really have limited time, especially when we start having more clients come on. So any way that you can make things easier for yourself and for your clients, I love that. I think it's super important. Yeah, it is. It's definitely, I I mean, if you're a service provider, that's, that's what you do. You're, you you are needing to onboard and offboard clients for revenue. And if it takes you four hours to onboard and four hours to offboard, like that is just hindering your ability to get more clients. It really should take under 30 minutes to do both of those things if you have all the things in place. So all the templates, that's everything just needs to be a template. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm all about templates. It makes life so much easier. They really do. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to talk, we were talking a little bit earlier before this, um, before we jumped on this podcast 
um, about referral programs. Can you talk a little bit about, um, can you give us some advice on that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so your clients are coming to you for a service because they need you. They decide to work with you because they like you and they know you and they trust you. And then they do the project. And if you've done a good job, they're, they, you've changed their life and their business, right? So we, those happy clients that are raving fans, we really want to leverage them as much as possible. So we want to make sure in our onboarding and offboarding process that we're collecting testimonials because that's super helpful. But we also want to ask for those referrals. And again, I think this comes back to the, I don't want to ask, or I don't want to feel pushy, but they came to you. They loved you. You changed their life and business. So we are obligated to ask if they know of anybody that we can could help additional to them, right? So I really am, I encourage people to go and in their offboarding process, ask for a referral. And really, if you can, if you can give them a piece of the money that's coming in and say, hey, I have a referral bonus, that's really awesome because obviously that's incentivizing the client to kind of push people your way. If you can send them some kind of gift for when they refer people, they're going to refer more people to you. So really just setting up a system for that. And it could be as simple as a spreadsheet that you have a list of who referred the person, how much the contract was, if you sent them money or a gift. But I I really do feel strongly about asking for referrals from those happy clients because it just makes sense, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I I have found that referrals have been a big part of my business. So um, I'd say a lot of it is marketing, but a big piece of it is referrals. And when somebody refers you, then you are way more likely to book that client because they have, they trust the person who is referring you. So then, you know, they automatically have a lot of trust in you from that. Yeah. And I actually know numerous people that all they do is referrals. They don't even do social media or marketing or constantly on social media because they have enough happy clients that are like, oh my gosh, yes, I have four more people that need what you do. Um, So you could totally build a super successful business just on referrals, especially if you put some kind of referral program in place that also incentivizes them. Because again, we're all busy, right? But if you're like, hey, I give you 10% of the contract or a gift card for $100 or whatever, we're like, oh, cool. Okay. (laughs) Here's some more people you can help. So I think it's definitely, especially for service-based businesses, it's a huge, huge way to grow your business for sure. Yeah. I love that. I love it. Yeah. That'll really help it kind of stick in their minds too. Like, Oh, I need to, I yeah. need to refer her. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I love it. Awesome. Well, I, uh, I would really like to know, um, I'm going to kind of wrap things up here, but I would really like to know what is one really important piece of advice that you would like to leave my listeners with today? Yeah, 100%. So I think when we think about the client onboarding and offboarding process, we really think of it as one process and it's not. It Each of your offers is going to have a slightly different client onboarding and offboarding experience. Uh, for example, I have two different things that I do. I do VIP days with my one-on-one clients and I have a group coaching program called Hustle to Flow. 
Um, so the information I need to collect from those two people is completely different. I don't need to collect a lot of things from the group coaching people. I need to collect way more from my VIP clients. So their onboarding questionnaire looks different. Their onboarding welcome email looks different. So really thinking about it one offer at a time and going through the entire process with one offer and then doing it again for the next offer and really just trying to simplify it and thinking about it from the front end for the client. Like, is this easy for them or are they getting 10 emails? Is this simple for me on the back end or is it taking me five hours? (laughs) Um, So really thinking about one thing at a time and simplifying is the best way to really just brainstorm this entire thing out. And then I think just the other piece is map out the process before you use the tech. I know there's so many tools out there that do all the things. I was just talking about PandaDoc. There's Dubsado. There's CRMs all over the place. Like The tech is amazing, but it won't work if you don't have a system that goes inside of it and you don't have the process mapped out. So make sure you map it out before you put it inside of a, a tool of any sort. I love it. It'll just make your life so much easier and everything easier for the client. And clients really do get really wowed when you have a good onboarding system and it really makes them feel like, okay, I'm so glad I hired this person. I feel comfortable and I know that I'm going to be getting a lot of help here. Yeah. I love that. It's, I think it just eases their mind because they've just invested with you. Right. And a lot of times people are scared about investing. They're like, Oh, I'm doing this. But when you are like, okay, cool. Here's the welcome email. Here's your next steps. This is what's happening. This is how we're communicating. This is what this looks like. It just, it kind of gives them that map and they just feel so much more at ease because you've taken care of them and they know that you're going through the step-by-step process. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. So I um I would like to be able to refer my listeners to your client care kit because it's amazing. Yeah. I just think that that could save people so much time and just really you know, create a good customer experience. So how can my listeners find that? Yeah, absolutely. So if they go to hustletoflow.co forward slash client care kit, um, they can actually grab that there. It all comes straight to their inbox with all the templates. And then they actually get access into our free community as well. We have a productivity pod where we talk about all things systems and productivity. Awesome. And can you tell us a little bit about your podcast? Yeah, for sure. Um, so it's the Process for Profit show. And really, we just talk about everything we just talked about here. No, <laughs> <laughs> we talk about a lot of systems, time blocking, time management, productivity type of stuff. And we also interview different businesses to really get their kind of perspective on how these systems have changed their business We kind of bring in some of the marketing pieces, some of the woo-woo with human design, um, but we really kind of try to tie it all together with how do systems and processes really help you grow in what you're doing. So that's just processforprofit.co forward slash podcast. Awesome. And how can my listeners connect with you? Yeah. So Instagram is my jam. So we're just brittanyandco.consulting over there. Definitely just shoot me a DM. I'd love to connect and learn more about their businesses and uh, follow along. I have a lot of cake decorating and my twins and my puppies and camping adventures. So oh, fine. <laughs> Come over I love and it. join the craziness. <laughs> 
I love it. I love it. Well, Brittany, it was so great talking to you. I think you really provided so much value in this episode. And I know that I learned a lot. And so I know my listeners will have as well. And I definitely think you all should connect with Brittany. You'll learn a lot from her. And it was so great to have you on today. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you so much for having me on. And uh, yeah, everybody just reach out. I'd love to chat. I could talk about systems for hours. So (laughs) (laughs) thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening. I would love to connect with you further on Instagram. You can follow me at Kristen Dawn Smith. That's at K-R-I-S-T-E-N-D-A-W-N Smith. You can also check out my website at kristendawnsmith.com.